You're listening to the Stoic Solutions Podcast, practical wisdom for everyday life. I'm your host, Justin Vakula. This is episode 66, Core Concepts in Stoicism. Visit my website at stoicsolutionspodcast.com, where you can connect with me on social media, find past episodes, and join my Discord chat server for interactive discussion. Support my work by becoming a donor through Patreon or PayPal to access special rewards, including the ability to have upcoming guests answer your questions, custom-tailored podcast episodes, and personalized one-on-one discussions. Share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave reviews to help support my efforts. Email me with your thoughts, justinvacula at gmail.com. It's been some time since I released an episode without a guest. I'm grateful for many who volunteered their time to talk with me and have our conversations released as podcast episodes. I continue to better understand Stoicism as I talk with guests, read, and listen to others' podcasts, and thought it would be prudent to talk about core ideas in Stoicism, reintroducing the philosophy for aspiring Stoics, and people new to the philosophy. First, Stoicism is a way of life, a practical foundation by which we can live through focusing on cardinal virtues, including courage, wisdom, moderation, and justice. Stoicism isn't interested in philosophical reflection, which remains in a classroom or an ivory tower, but instead is concerned with how to live a good life and responds to everyday concerns people have. Through using reason and drawing upon experience, we can come to learn about ourselves and the world around us, living in what the Stoics call accordance with nature. This living in accordance with nature means understanding the human condition, accepting that which is outside of our control, and taking measures to change or influence that which we can. On what is outside our control or in our control, Stoics talk of the importance, distinguishing between the two, being frustrated, angry, or resentful, Experiencing intense negative emotions about the things outside of our control will only lead to personal destruction and not be productive. Many problems we create, Stoics will say, are of our own making. We can cause ourselves undue suffering if we do not rightly align our impressions, our ideas about the state of the world or events, or to engage in careful self-reflection, challenging our thoughts about the world, asking if the interpretations we have are accurate. Might there be a different way by which to view the world? Are we being charitable in our thinking? Are we being realistic, or are we catastrophizing? Stoic thinkers recognize that life includes turbulence, chance, ups and downs, and what some may consider misfortune or catastrophe. By applying Stoic philosophy, we should be mentally tough, have better responses to the bleaker parts of life, and have a longer-lasting calm, contentment, not so easily threatened by events around us. We can have an attitude of gratitude about things which are going well for us, especially that which is in our control, rather than lamenting what isn't going in our favor. We can question our priorities, such as want of fame, riches, popularity, and good looks, and come to realize that these things aren't so important. We can be more self-reliant, content with ourselves, and not so dependent on social approval especially when the crowds, the masses, often aren't living virtuous lives, and we would have to compromise our values in order to please them. Why take pain to please those of ill repute, Stoic thinkers note. Stoicism calls for minimalism in life, 
which comes with a great deal of freedom. Instead of looking to live a lavish lifestyle and be so enamored with things like fancy clothes, an expensive house, and overpriced meals, so-called fine dining, we can be more content with less and live a more frugal, moderate life, not necessarily wanting to hoard money and have no entertainment, no pleasure, but rather to reduce wants, reduce spending, and even have more peace of mind, rather than, as so many do today, work for things we don't really need, and still live paycheck to paycheck and in significant debt. We can have few possessions, some close friends, some pleasures, and not go overboard, as desires and an immoderate lifestyle can be personally destructive. We can question our levels of interaction with people around us. Should we commit too much time and energy to relationship with people who are not good for us, those who might put us down, not appreciate us, and add negativity to our lives? Shall we be concerned with romantic relationships, pursuing people in a climate which is adverse to commitment, loyalty, and honesty, when temptation lurks around every corner and hookup is just one swipe away? We can have the courage to walk away from people and things, which are not, overall, enhancing our quality of life, recognizing that peace of mind and contentment is more important than routine and some glimmers of hope, some positives, when many negatives remain. We can be more content having few friends of quality rather than a larger group of quantity. Stoicism calls for us to live fully, to appreciate the short time we have on earth and use our time well. In understanding that death is inevitable and decay is a part of life, we can come to have more gratitude and zest for life, not taking the time we have for granted. We should guard our time well, not squander our moments, and not look back later in life saying we missed opportunities and made a waste of our lives. Death and certain calamities are, Stoics say, taxes of life. Life is no dance, but overall, life is something we ought to value, something positive. We can work to accept our eventual deaths and respond well, not be resigned to our beds and thinking life is meaningless, but rather to take action in society, find meaning in applying ourselves well, to help others and engage in self-improvement, whatever our role in life happens to be. Stoicism, in calling for us to focus on what is inside our control, can help us reduce worry, anxiety, and fear, or to make the best effort we can and focus on a process rather than an outcome. Epictetus encourages us to imitate those who play games of skill mixed with chance, that we won't know what the results of chance events will be, but we can apply our skill the best we can with the materials available to us and the outcomes, whatever they happen to be. Stoicism is filled with analogies comparing life to games of chance, battles, and competition. There will be uncertainty, struggle, and challenge, and we can be better for it, taking upon challenges, improving our skills, and learning, for without challenge in life, we can stagnate and be taken off guard when the unexpected happens and lack a sense of accomplishment. Stoic philosophy also encourages us not to be mired in the past or too fearful of an uncertain future, for the past cannot be changed and the future is outside our grasp. We can, though, learn from the past and see past trauma as a way to become stronger, respond well, and seek help to be more content in the present. We can prepare for the future by improving our character, anticipating possible outcomes, and studying, but not be overly concerned with what might be an infinite amount of possibilities. We might think of the worst which may happen, something which is probable, and even come to realize that the worst outcome isn't so bad 
after all. Stoicism is undergoing a popular revival in modern times as people recognize value in the wisdom from ancient Greek and modern thinkers. People from all walks of life, playing different roles in society, recognize the value of Stoicism, including high-profile sports figures, entrepreneurs, politicians, authors, academics, and mental health counselors. Some will blend religious traditions with Stoicism, and some, either atheists or agnostics, will embrace Stoic thought. Cognitive behavioral therapy and rational emotive behavioral therapy is largely grounded on Stoic thought, with its popularizers Albert Ellis and Aaron Beck crediting Stoicism. In our modern age, we're privileged to have access to so many resources by which we can learn more about Stoic philosophy and apply its ideas to everyday life. Podcasts like this one you're listening to today, Massimo Piliucci's Stoic Meditations podcast, Steve Karafitz's Sunday Stoic podcast, and Simon Drew's Practical Stoic podcast contain excellent episodes. The Stoic Philosophy Facebook group, the Stoicism Reddit page, and modernstoicism.com are also great Stoic resources. Books include Massimo Piliucci's How to Be a Stoic, Ward Farnsworth, The Practicing Stoic, and William Irvine's A Guide to the Good Life are great overviews of Stoicism for modern readers, in addition to classics from Seneca, Epictetus, and Marcus Aurelius. Find more resources in the resources tab on my website at stoicsolutionspodcast.com. Listen to my past podcast episodes for more on individual topics within Stoicism and conversations with special guests. Hopefully you can find inspiration through Stoicism and improve your quality of life through a philosophy which I found to be of wonderful reflection. Visit my website at stoicsolutionspodcast.com where you can connect with me on social media, find past episodes, and join my Discord chat server for interactive discussion. Support my work by becoming a donor through Patreon or PayPal to access special rewards, including the ability to have upcoming guests answer your questions, custom-tailored podcast episodes, and personalized one-on-one discussions. Share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave reviews to help support my efforts. Email me with your thoughts, justinvacula at gmail.com. Podcast music, used with permission, is brought to you by Phil Giordana's symphonic metal group Fairyland from their album Score to a New Beginning. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day.